Hi, everyone, and welcome back to our podcast. Uh, it's always exciting, uh, the podcast from my bedroom. As, as always, during this time, we're all in quarantine. And today, we're going to talk about something really interesting. And I, will, I would like to welcome Pedro to our podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome here. Thank you, Ole. It's my pleasure to be here. Thanks for the invitation. And uh, I'm excited to be part of it to speak a little bit about this uh, Olympic situation and uh, sports in general during this quarantine. Awesome. And for those of you that haven't like looked at any of our podcasts yet, uh, feel free to check them out. Obviously, they're on Spotify, iTunes, podcasts, and all this stuff. Uh, we're also putting the video on, on YouTube. But essentially, the, the deal with the podcast is that we wanted to showcase, especially for young professional students, give them something to think about when you guys are staying home in quarantine, uh, you know, can't go to work or to school. And we wanted to give you like some input about what is happening in the industry, uh, you know, giving you guys some pinpoints some knowledge to work around. And today, like I said, we have a very interesting topic. Uh, we're still within the Olympic movement. So the topic today is COVID-19 and the Olympics, the voice of an Olympic athlete. So I, I, if, you, if you know something about, like, I'm not the uh, Olympic athlete, so obviously it's Pedro. And uh, we want to, like, appreciate, of course, you taking the time. And for everyone out there, why don't you just give us a little bit of your background, uh, first and foremost, like, you know, your background, how you, how you, you know, became an athlete and also your work now, because now you're working at IOC, which is, you know, huge, huge deal. So why don't you, why don't you talk a little bit about your background? Of course. Uh, well, um, I can say that I started playing beach volleyball professionally when I was 18. So I played for more or less 12, 13 years. Right. Um, I played the, the, the London Olympic Games in 2012. I got the fifth place. Nice. I can say I lost to the champions, the, the Germans, <laughs> which is a good excuse, right? right, right. <laughs> Not to win a medal. When you first lose, um, let's, let's just lose to the, to the champions, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> it's the best option. Yeah. Um, then after I retired from the from the courts, I I worked in uh, different fields. I worked at the uh, Brazil NOC, the National Olympic Committee. I I worked at the Olympics here in uh, Rio 2016. Then right. um, after that, I went to to get a master's degree in Switzerland. I worked for the IOC, and now I'm back in my my hometown, which is uh, Rio de Janeiro. Nice, nice. And you're in quarantine too, so it's it's a challenging time. Uh, but but let us let us dive into actually some of your uh, Olympic moment though, like in 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 London. I, I mean I mean, just just share a little bit about like how was that experience for you? What is what is your number one or two highlights that you'll you'll take from it? Uh, if I have two options, I would say first one is the opening ceremony. Yeah. which was amazing. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a great spectacle. For sure. And um, everyone's gathering in the, in the, inside the stadium, yeah. all the kinds of athletes, nationalities, everyone. Right. And my second one, um, I guess I would say uh, the first time I came into the court right. uh, for the very first match. It was, uh, it was supposed to be a very hard match. Right. Uh, we played um, the Norwegians. Oh, uh, they yeah. were they were known as uh, Brazilian killers. Yeah. They, they used to beat every Brazilian team, and we never played them before, so we right. were really not afraid. But it was 
was a challenging moment right. to play them for the first time in the Olympics. Yeah, I think there was a, and I have a very bad moment, which which was the the very last point of of my Olympics when mm. we lost to the Germans. But yeah. I, I guess also that moment taught me a lot. Right. No, for sure. I mean, like I I know there's uh, a lot of happening in like on the beach beach volley uh, side in Norway, and and they, like they've been pre pre preparing a lot for for this Olympic, you know, happening in Tokyo. You guys have the, the very best team right now. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, like, very surprising. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of surprised too. Like you, we, 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 I don't know what it is with Norway. If it's maybe the water or something, <laughs> we're, we're having something where we're happy to be weird, like really good in this weird sports that we don't really think we would be good at, you know? Yeah, <laughs> but, that's true. But that, that's a, that's a good, it's a good thing to have. Uh, but it's not about us, of course. And, and, you know, I, I just like I, I can't imagine, you know, just being part of it, uh, you know, as as an athlete itself. And there's obviously a lot of athletes sitting at home now and just we were supposed to be in the Olympics, you know, very shortly. And then this this delay happens because of the coronavirus. And it's a big, big challenge, of course, because, you know, it impacts, you know, so many, so many things. But what I do like, and I know for sure you've been, you know, uh, you know, following a lot of what has been happening and the IOC, you know, talked about that they were, you know, listening to the athletes on this situation and on the, under to understand, you know, how are you going to solve this challenge for them and, and to keep them involved in the process. And for me, you know, and for us, the, the, the listeners, I think it would be interesting to, to hear you know, what kind of questions would you raise during your time as an athlete if, if this sort of situation would come up? Like, what would be kind of like the first key things that this is some, some of the stuff we need to figure out, you know? Yeah, I guess my very first question would be, uh, is there a deadline for decision? Well, I mean, right. before they, they took the decision. Right. Because it's very um, challenging for your preparation and your mental health right uh, not to know what's gonna happen right so um i heard there were a lot of ioc uh meetings uh, ioc ipc and um and the organizing committee uh, trying to set up a date trying to uh, come to a conclusion to a decision right and i i mean if i were an athlete i would just ask when is the deadline for a decision right uh, because I cannot just keep training uh, or not training actually right. uh, without knowing when this is going to finish. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a trick moment for them. And that's, I, I think that's what they, they really wanted to know when they would have a decision. That's yeah. all. Yeah. I mean, like it, it impacts so many things, you know, in, in their schedule. And, and as you said, you, you've been now essentially training for, I don't know, three, three and a half years for like this, this very moment. And then suddenly, you know, because of a virus, people are like, wait, wait a minute, let's just delay it a year. But I mean, like, it's the right thing to do. You know, you don't want to impact, you know, the health of the athletes, the, 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 the people involved. And there's so many people involved in this big event. It's a massive event. And like how, but how do you see this impact you know, the athlete's preparation. You were talking about, obviously, you know, the, the workouts, but also the mental side. So, like, like how, do you, how do you see that? And, 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 you know, like, how does it impact, you know, the preparations? Well, you can see that through uh, several point of views. I was doing some research before we started speaking, 
right. to see what they, what some uh, um, famous athletes were saying right, right after uh, the decision was taken. Um, some of them, uh, they said they were very disappointed, but I think everyone agreed it was the best decision that right. they could take. Um, but at the same time, I think next year we might see the best Olympic Games ever because instead mm. of four years, they, would, they will have five years uh, to prepare for it. Right. But on the other hand, just think about this. If you were willing to retire after the Olympics, yeah. now you have to compete for one more year. That was kind of my case. I was not so sure that I would retire one year after the Olympics, but right. it, was, it was a will. I wanted to do it. So yeah. just imagine if you have to, to compete one more year. All right. And um, another perspective, um, just think that, let's say, the, the Brazilians um, that are qualified for beach volleyball, yeah. they already qualified. They qualified right. last year. Right. So instead of six years ahead of the Olympic Games, yeah. they were qualified one year and a half ahead of the Olympic Games. Right. I'm not so sure if the best athletes at the moment will be competing next year. But if right. they're still the best athletes, this will be the best Olympic Games ever. The, the athletes will be better prepared than uh, any other, um, any other uh, edition of the Olympic Games. Hmm, interesting. But, but from a mental standpoint, though, like, how do you how do you cope with something like this? Because obviously, there's, there's probably a lot of emotions going around from like, uh, what is happening? Okay, it's made a decision. And then now it's planning. Like, how would you kind of like, see this from your side? If, if like, if, if, if you were in those shoes, like, and, and say it was in 2012, yeah. well, what it like, what would be your mindset? And how are you? How are you turning that around to, like you said now, it's that it's going to be the best possible Olympic year ever, you know, next year? Well, I guess athletes, they adapt all the time. Right. So uh, I, I think this first, second week will be, I would say, tough for them yeah. not to know exactly what to do uh, when the Olympic qualification will be back, the events and everything else. Right. Uh, but... It just, it's just a moment to stop and rethink all the, the strategies, the planning, uh, everything that was supposed you were supposed to, to do in, let's say, three months. Yeah. Now you're supposed to do in a, a year and three months. Right. So it's just a matter of planning. And I guess uh, the trainers and um, um, sports science will be very challenged during this yeah. period to know exactly what to do so the athletes reach their peak. Right. Um, one year and three months ahead of now. Right. So, so that, that's kind of like a next follow-up question, though, because, I mean, like, everyone talk about the, the peak, right, and reaching that and preparing essentially those four years for reaching the ultimate peak at the Olympics, you know? And, and now, essentially, do you think it's too sh – like, are, are the athletes in a phase now where they're about to reach the peak, or is it about, like, too early so they can still, like – map it out like so it, they stretched it out that year to like reach that peak because obviously i'm not like a like pro athlete or anything so i i done my fair share in the gym and stuff but <laughs> but but from like <laughs> your planning perspective and and the, like where do you see this well I, I guess it depends on the sport on the country and everything else right. uh just an example uh the american swimmers 
uh, they have the trials, I guess, a month before the Olympics, or it's right. a very short time before yeah. the Olympics. All right. So right now they wouldn't be in their peak for sure, but for some others, like in my time, yeah. um, I I got my qualification, uh, I guess, two months before the Olympics started. So right now would be my peak because I was still trying to qualify. So right. it depends a little bit on the sport and uh, mm. the qualification system of the sport, of the country yeah. and everything else. Uh, but as I said before, uh, you have to adapt. Right. You have to plan again and again and again until, um, and, I, and I guess if you're an Olympic athlete, you right. have some, some, some people behind you uh, right. that can support you in this time and they would know what to do right. best. And I, think I, think, so. I think you mentioned something really key there too, is that, um, you know, if, if you're an athlete out there and, and I mean, like whether you're an Olympic athlete or not, I, I think it's like have the team around you, you know, to help you in this stage now. And as you mentioned, like your coaches, your, um, you know, sports scientists and, and your team around you will be key in order to help you reach that peak because you're not alone. And I think, uh, you know, what, what I've been, you know, thinking a lot about in this, this time too, is that, uh, of course, like the challenging being a startup, it's, you know, the, the entire sport industry is, is essentially on hold. And, you know, you notice, you know, how it is from your side and, and essentially every country, every person are being impacted by it. And with that, also everyone understands, right? So like everyone is the same position, which I think is also a huge uh, plus, you know, if, if you get my point, because yeah. like everyone is, everyone is at home. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think, I think uh, that would be key, you know, in, in terms of like understanding, like, like there, there will not be anyone at the Olympic games next year that would have been in a more favorable pos position in a sense. Like if you get my point. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think there will be no. Uh, but Let's say that some, let's say uh, if I come from big country, big Olympic right. country, yeah. my NOC, my federation, they have um, more money and more, yeah. way to, more ways to support me. Right. Uh, on the other hand, if you come from a small country, yeah. you prepare during the events and on the road, right. that can be challenging for them if they're at home all right. the time now. Yeah. But um well uh, using a home example our right. noc has been supporting all the athletes no matter what sport they they practice trying to keep them uh, active and training right. as much as possible uh inside their homes yeah. and they're focusing very much on the mental health right now that's right. the number one priority which sure. anyone can do right but again um during this period if you come from a small country that you don't get so much support, uh, it can right. be, it can be challenging for you. Um, if you have the Olympics postponed for more than one year. Yeah. I mean, like it's essentially what you say there, the, the, the key thing will be, you know, the mental aspect and, and from your, your, your viewpoint there and, and like, how would, like, what do you think kind of mental initiatives will the athletes take now in order to prepare you know, for that one, one extra year journey, uh, what, what would you, what would you do, you know, in this, this position? Well, I, I would do what I always did 
when I got injured, I would try to to learn more about my sport, to learn more about my my opponents. I remember that every time that I got back from an injury, I yeah. either won a tournament or I played very well because right. I knew things, I discovered things that be, that before when I was not injured, I didn't have the right. time to do to, right. to, to, to to be taught. You know. Yeah. So this is a very good moment, uh, and also to keep your head active, right. thinking about the sport, thinking about the movements, thinking about the skills and technique. Right. It's, as I said before, it's a good moment for for learning and uh, leveraging uh, some opportunities that you might see. Right. So, so I think like it's it's interesting though because you're you're almost putting it in, in like an injury position, you know, like what. In you a can sense, say so, yeah. like in a sense, it is, you know, because something has yeah. ta been taken away from you, and now you're just, uh, you know, again, th this is why we're doing the podcast too, right? To keep people like on their toes, you know, and keep people engaged about like what is happening, and, and not like just sitting at home, uh, you know, putting their head under the blanket and <laughs> and and just like you know, okay, let let me wait, you know, until like it's over, you know, let's let's be proactive, do something about it. And, and I really, I really like that. I think it's a really good, uh, you know, mental advice of like, like what, like focus on what you can do something with, you know, and, and utilize the time that you have in order to prepare, uh, you know, whether that's through other stuff that you can do that will still, you know, you will come out like at the end of the day, you will be in a better position a year from now, because at the end, you can't do anything about the past, right? It is what it is. Decision is made. Now it's about working. Yep looking forward and and we talked a lot about like as you as you said like you know obviously the athletes that are in the olympics are there for a reason you know they're pro athletes they've been doing this you know competing at a high level and and i like you said they're 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 well at adapting you know to the to the new situation uh where, where do you see like do you think like how long will it will that time span take you know before you're adapting or like how many weeks or, or months are we talking about before they're like okay now i'm here i'm ready i'm like i'm just gonna push that or i don't know well i i wish i could answer to that question because we don't know how long uh this this quarantine will take right um i i i really don't know because um the longer it takes the yeah. longer it will take for for the athletes to get ready again right. i mean if you if you if you're home for a month right maybe in a month or two you're ready to compete again but if you're home for three months yeah depending on the country like italy or france or right. spain uh let's say you're home for three months yeah. it's going to take much longer for you to be ready again at the olympic level all right uh which is not like uh play any other tournament Right. Uh, so it's it's challenging to answer the question. I wish I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why we're raising it, right? So we can discuss it. Yeah, but... <laughs> I mean, you could uh, you could uh, you could start a poll on your website, on yeah, your yeah, social yeah. media. <laughs> let, 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 let's see if we can get like some uh, Olympic athletes to 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 get involved and see how long time do you think it takes before you're ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, get get like some movement out there. Uh, no, but I I, I think you're. Like, as you said, it all depends on the country, right? And, and where, where things are going. And, uh, uh, you know, what, what we can do something with is, is what we, like, how we spend our time. And, and just, just from, like, a sport 
industry perspective, like how can the sport industry now help prepare the athletes for next year? I know we talked like some minor things about it, but like what can the sport industry do, you know, in order to help the athletes? Well, I guess they can help us to improve our, uh, not us, <laughs> right. I'm a former athlete, but they can, they can help it. They can help the athletes to, uh, to improve their training sessions. Right. I mean, I've, I've been seeing a lot of, um, how to call that on Instagram live lives, we call them lives, live. uh, people training at home. Right. I mean, and I've never seen those movements and those right. apparel and, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to see what's what's next after this right. quarantine and how people will train and not only train professionally a sport, right. but going to the gym and training outside. Right. Um, it's, it's very different. Um, and I'm also surprised to see how, um, how some, not only sponsors, but also organizations like, I saw that NBA is having a, uh, a tournament that starts on Friday right. uh, with some uh, NBA pro players like Kevin Durant. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, imagine if you could do this on beach volleyball or on other sports. Yeah. It's, it's a way of keeping you focused, right. uh, keeping a way of you thinking about strategies, playing on PS4. It's, it's really hard. I mean, right. all those statics and the strategies, they yeah. could help the game to evolve as well. Right. No, no, for sure. And, and I think um, talking a little bit about, you know, again, from a um, sports scientist perspective and like in this initiatives, like what are your coaches, what are your, uh, you know, your staff and team around you doing to prepare and help you, you know, adapt to the current situation. I think they have to be pretty much on point, like, like from, from day one that that decision was made and say, okay, we, we, we just sit down, we, we map out everything from scratch again. And now we just like, where, where are our level and where do we go from here? And I really like what you said and being creative in the, in, the, in the sports environment, right? In terms of not only like your workouts, but like what tools, what resources can you use now? And, and this is the time to be creative, right? Because we're all sitting at home and, and we're like, you know, and just trying to make the best out of it. And I even saw like on the news where, you know, our, our Norwegian football series, uh, we're supposed to start like about um, like earlier, like this month or like last month. And, and we were having like some teams in top of Norway in Tromsø, like far, farthest up all the way where snow and all this stuff, a lot of snow. And they were literally just creating like this, um, like kind of like circuit track, right? Where they essentially just like, we're running up a snowy hill with like uh, wood under <laughs> wood under like like Vikings, you know, and just diving under you see, like it's always a dot. Yeah, I mean, like you just gotta do what you gotta <laughs> do, right? And and they were like course, so yeah. tired, so tired, and everyone was super <laughs> excited imagine. about it, you know, because like I mean, you're not sitting home, you're doing something about it, you're taking initiative, and you gotta stay fit. And and I think as you said, we will probably see a lot of cool new creative ways of staying healthy, staying fit. Um, and I think also what is going to be key is that the athletes also show, you know, that we're in this, uh, you know, we're, we're ready mentally, you know, giving some advice, you know, to people as well of like, you know, how are you going to keep the momentum going? Even if you're at home, you don't necessarily need a gym. 
I'm, I'm really sorry for the gym gym industry right now, but yeah. but I mean, like at the same time, I, I think as you said, we got to look positive on it. We got to see of how we can, you know, come up with new initiatives, new creative ways of of performing at the, like at for them to perform at the the best possible ability a year from now. But what is certain is that the, the Olympics is going to happen next year. I think, as you said, I hope it's going to be an amazing, nonetheless, it's going to be an amazing event and an Olympic game. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's, let's hope. And, and I think, as you said, like the, the athletes will adapt uh, and they will, they will find a way to probably blow our minds, you know, out of proportions as they do every of these games. It, it's amazing to watch. And, uh, you know, you're extremely fortunate and well-deserved to be part of one as, as an athlete, which is crazy. And uh, with that, um, you know, I would like to thank you, Pedro, you know, for, for the time. I, I, it's, been, it's been a pleasure. I know we can talk about this probably like, you know, for hours and hours. For hours, yeah. Uh, there's so much to dive into, though, you know, and then we could probably just talk like two hours just, just about like how it was for you being in the Olympics in 2012. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what, Ole? Um uh, you mentioned before that everyone has to to work forward, and that's yeah. that's the main point. That's the key point for the athletes right now. I mean, the decision is taken. Uh, what we have to do from now on? We have one year and three months, and not only three months from now. Let's make it different. And I think this is a very good opportunity also for the sports to evolve. Right. I mean. Uh, you can you can develop new I don't know new gear uh, new rules uh, something for the people to enjoy more the sport so it's 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 a lot of opportunities now that can come with this uh, with this crisis so yeah. it's uh, for me as a spectator right now it's very exciting yeah no, no I, I agree and also working in the industry right it's it's like now is the time of course it's challenging but now it's the time to uh, you know, think different and, and look outside your box of like what you've been usually doing because now you have, and we have a lot of time to think, right? You do. <laughs> and, and it's a, it's a yeah. perfect opportunity. And, and me and uh, my coworker, Eduardo, we talked about it a lot. And, and we said like, you know, this is the time for us to, you know, see where do we take, you know, where do we go from here? And the podcast was one of those things because we believe in creating value, you know, whether that's, for students, young professionals, or what it might be, we said, okay, let's do this as a way of like keeping people engaged, keeping people involved, and the athletes will do the same thing. They will they will adapt, they will find their way, and and uh, like I said, uh, in in a year we're gonna see some amazing amazing results, uh, and before that we're probably gonna see a lot of cool ideas, initiatives, creative ways of working out staying staying mentally prepared and it's going to be exciting exciting to see so we're about to wrap up it's about like a couple minutes left and uh pedro once again i would like to thank you for the time it's been a, it's been an enormous pleasure to have you here and uh for those of you out there i hope you enjoyed this conversation uh kind of like with an athlete focus which i which i think was appropriate you know for for everything happening we're always talking about like the business side we've been like economics and like you know how are the olympic committees thinking about this but at the end like there's no olympic games without the athletes so <laughs> so we got to get get some perspective there too and pedro 
I appreciate that you shared your your thoughts, your background on on this with us. And uh, with that, um, I would like to say we always finish with visnakis, which means see you later in uh, Norwegian. <laughs> thank you, Pedro. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Ali. It was uh, it was a pleasure to to join you in this meeting and this podcast. And um, uh, one last uh, thing, sure. I was very excited to see how the IOC was was focusing on the athletes, on their uh, mental health, on their yeah. best preparation. And uh, I, I think everyone took the right decision and exciting uh, times to, to come ahead of us. It's, uh, well, not right now, but when this all finishes, uh, we all be good. For sure, for sure. It's going to be some exciting times. And as you said, uh, stay positive. Uh, you know, look at how you can make the most out of it and focus on what you can do. So thank yeah. you, Pedro. And we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk very shortly. And I wish you all the best in this quarantine. Stay safe and healthy. And we'll, we'll talk very soon. Well, thank you, Ole. Um, congratulations on the podcast idea and uh, looking forward to seeing it live. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. Thank you, Pedro. We'll talk soon. Ciao.